From Mountain Home to Raft River, we've got all the District 4 analysis you'll need to know. This is the Magic Valley PrepCast with Scott Burton. That's right. Welcome in. It's another edition of the Magic Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com, your weekly breakdown for everything District 4 in the state of Idaho. I know it's been a week or two, but Brandon Bainey, glad to be joined by Scott Burton. Scott, you look like you're in spring break mode, my man. I am in spring break mode. Uh, It uh, took quite a bit to have me remember to get my butt down here to my office so I can shoot a podcast. So those are those are swear words over spring break. It's like I do nothing. Well, I wish I could say I do nothing, but we know you do nothing pretty much when school's in session as well, Scott. So yeah, spring break's no different. It's just extra nothing at this point. <laughs> That's right. So so we took a spring break here on the podcast, and then I didn't time that up well because almost every school in the state of Idaho is on spring break this week, but there's yeah. still competing in athletics so for us it works out because there's plenty to talk about especially on the baseball and softball side now for uh listeners or viewers that may be new to the magic valley prep cast there's a couple of ways you can get this podcast each and every week you can get the audio only version at our website idahosports.com right across the top of the home page there's a tab that says prep casts little drop down menu it's got all of our podcasts on there you click on magic valley prep cast you can listen to it there you can also listen to it wherever you download your podcasts google spotify etc video version at the idahosports.com youtube channel and facebook page and scott burton is a broadcaster for idahosports.com but also your day job you're the athletic director at jerome high school which makes you a perfect expert on everything going on in the magic valley now last week or actually, I don't know if it was last week or the week before because we've been off for a couple of weeks, but uh, Jerome High School had a pretty exciting announcement in terms of its softball facilities. Yeah, uh, this is something that uh, Coach uh, Huddleston has been working on. And, um, you know, ever since, you know, he and I got together a couple of years ago, his dream was to build a softball field here at Jerome High School because right now our softball team plays off campus. And it's a huge inconvenience for the girls. And, you know, so, and I told him when I took over, I said, I'll do whatever I can to help you with this. But when you got a guy like Lyle, he does most all the work anyway. Um, And so he got a hold of some people at Dick Sports, uh, Dick Sporting Goods. Uh, They got a hold of me. And so this whole thing started and Lyle just kept after it, kept after it, kept after it. They came out and uh, they were going to, you know, give the girls some batting helmets, uh, some sports bras, some swag, some this, that, you know, and and brought a little camera crew with them and, and told everybody that, hey, we're just going to come and shoot a promotional video for you guys. And we're going to give you some swag and it's going to be awesome. And nobody knew what was about to happen. And uh, so, you know, they came the day before to practice and they messed around and took batting practice and brought the gloves and you know, it was a lot of fun for them, and the girls absolutely loved it. And the next day, we had a doubleheader, you know, and it was our first games of the year. And luckily, we won them both, which would have been, you know, kind of awful for that day. And then as soon as the games were over, they got everybody together uh, for a picture and, and handed uh, Coach Hud a card. And uh, we were standing right there when he opened it up, and I was just kind of had my hand on his shoulder and was looking over his shoulder and seen what was going on and uh, they had 
offered up $100,000 to the construction of a new softball field. And there's only 22 schools in the entire country that get that kind of grant um, from Dick Sporting Goods. And Jerome High School is one of them. And so we are going to try to break ground as soon as possible on building our new softball field here on campus. So it's been a really exciting time for uh, Jerome High School, the softball program, uh, Coach Huddleston and his girls, and uh, and all the work that he's done uh, to really kind of help make this possible. So we, we are really, really excited. Now, to get a grant like this, somebody has to apply for it. I know it wasn't you because you don't do anything. So was it was it Coach Huddleston? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so uh, we, there are certain grants out there that uh, that we apply for. Coach Hud is the one that found this one. And once you apply, you know, they start a dialogue with you. And they start a dialogue with the athletic director. They start a dialogue with the head coach. They start this to kind of feel you out. And, you know, they offer up what they can. But the more that they got to know us and more specifically the girls and Coach Hud, they – really liked the story. They loved the community of Jerome. Uh, they, they loved the whole one team, one town, one family, and, and they spent time here and they just absolutely loved the community. And they said, there is just no way that we cannot do this for you guys. You guys embody everything that we're trying to do here. Um, your struggles from not being on campus to having a community that is 100% behind you to have, you know, girls and players and turnout and and i mean everything just fell into place and they said there is no way we cannot do this and so they did it and it was awesome what a cool story and you know dick sporting goods they're not a sponsor of this podcast but uh they're getting the free plug here because last year uh idaho city for the first time ever decided to have baseball and softball programs normally it had mm -hmm. just been a track and field school in the spring it's a little small 1a school over in the Treasure Valley, and they applied for a grant uh, with Dick's Sporting Goods, kind of a similar deal. They they called the local branch, and they got them in touch with the regional guy, and they ended up getting $10,000 for all of that softball and baseball equipment that is right. needed to start up a program. So um, these are the things that, unless we talk about them, people don't know about. You know, Dick's Sporting Goods and other companies like it do stuff like this every year. They set aside certain money to give back to local programs and local high schools. And I think it's great. So. Yeah, no, it, it's it's awesome. And it really kind of, you know, was a shot in the arm for the energy behind building this thing. Because we've had people out. We've got it designed. We've got it marked. We've got all these great ideas. Um, but the funding, obviously, I mean, you can only have so many ideas without money. It doesn't doesn't matter. And schools and, you know, athletic programs or programs in particular, just don't get that kind of funding, you know? And so anytime we get these kind of grants or, you know, corporations or businesses that want to step up and help, there is always something to do. And the softball field here is just one of about five or six projects that I'm working on. So if anybody's out there and they've got corporate money and they want to help, uh, reach out to me and uh, we'll, we'll make it happen. We'll get you a banner. We'll get you some season tickets. We'll do whatever. Uh, but, but schools need help like this. And it was, it was so much fun. 
Definitely. And if you have money left over after giving to Jerome High School, IdahoSports.com is always seeking those corporate sponsorships <laughs> as well. So uh, let, let's talk about Great Basin Conference softball, Scott. So on the website, IdahoSports.com, this has been our spring sports preview week. Monday, we did lacrosse. Tuesday was track and field. Wednesday, tennis. Thursday, baseball. Friday, we're going to wrap up with softball. I'm, I'm in between podcasts. I'm writing the softball preview. And Twin Falls was the defending conference champ. Uh, I sent a preseason questionnaire to their coach, Tanya Burke, and she said, you know, we're, we're kind of young this year. We, we lost some really impressive four-year starters, and I think we're going to come around. But the door is open slightly for other teams like Mountain Home, Jerome, and Burley to possibly usurp Twin Falls at the top. Jerome's off to a nice start, as is Mountain Home. And Burley recently got a really nice non-conference win over Pocatello. It came on a walk-off hit from Noah Thurston. Yeah, I mean, that was an exciting game, and the circumstances that surrounded that particular at-bat um, were a lot of fun because Noah was playing the game, but she wasn't hitting. You know, she was playing the field, and so she never, you know, had an at-bat. And then, you know, it got down to crunch time, and, and uh, you know, Coach thought, hey, I think she can handle this. So they – put her in the batter's box. Uh, they had the tying run at third, the winning run at second. And I'll be danged if she just didn't lace one to the wall and left center, uh, scored both runs and walk off for Noah in a, her first at bat that game because she wasn't hitting. She was just playing the field. And so uh, it, it's it's really fun for Burley because, you know, Burley's one of those teams that just, I don't know, they just have not been strong in softball as of late. And uh, hopefully, you know, Coach Phelps can bring that back around. But they, they're pretty excited over there. And uh, I guess, what, two massive losses to Pocatello last year. And uh, to get something like this is really uh, a breath of fresh air for, for a program that really needs some positivity because they haven't been challenging in the Great Basin. It's always been Twin Falls and, and then whoever comes in second. And uh, but you hit on it. Twin is going to take a little bit to get it together. I mean, they're still the favorites because you're still the champ until, you know, somebody knocks you off. And and uh, Tanya Burke, who is a Jerome grad, by the way, uh, grew up best friends with my sister. So I know underneath that Bruin blue that she's still got the orange and black going on and she'll deny it. But uh, but she's doing such a great job over there that it's always going to be twin and then everybody else chasing. But you're right. I think the gap has shrunk just a little bit to open up the door for teams like Mountain Home, who had a really good year last year until Jerome beat him in the play in the tournament. And then Jerome, with all their freshmen and sophomores from last year, are just now a year older. And so it's going to be a, an interesting, great base in softball uh, conference with, you know, a couple, at least three teams challenging for those state positions. Definitely. Uh, Burley, Bethany Phillips, first year head coach. Last year, the Bobcats uh, lost to Pocatello twice, both times by double digits. So to get a split with Pokey this year, very encouraging sign. And like you said, Noah Thurston started the game as the DP, the designated player, which is almost like the opposite of the DH, the designated hitter in baseball. It's a player that strictly plays defense and does not hit. And for a first year coach to kind of trust your gut and say, you know what? I think she, I think Noah has the ability to come through with a hit. I'm very impressed by that right away too. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, when you're trying to establish a program, you've got to be a player's coach in, in a sense. 
and uh, give the trust to your players. And then she did that with Noah, and Noah came through. So, I mean, pretty exciting for Brew. So we talked about, and again, a lot of these softball teams in the, in the 4A ranks from the Magic Valley are over in Boise and the surrounding area this week for the WTP Spring Break Tournament, win the pitch Spring Break Tournament. So I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about next week from that Spring Break action. Uh, moving over to baseball, Great Basin Conference, uh, again, looks you know pretty solid. Twin Falls, just like on the softball side, uh, kind of the favorite um, in baseball, they've, they've already had an early conference sweep of Jerome and then a very exciting walk-off non-conference win over Valley View from District 3. Yeah, twin again in baseball and softball are just the, the front runners in the Great Basin. And, you know, twin baseball has been that way for a long time. You know, it's, it's really twin 99% of the time in baseball and everybody else fights for second. Uh, this year's twin team, you know, they've got a pitching staff that is – pretty legit. They've got three lefties on that squad uh, that can throw throw the baseball, you know, and uh, they, they've got a mixed bag of grade levels. So they're, they've got youth, they've got experience, you know, and, and that's a pretty good ingredient to have because then it just kind of keeps cycling around year after year. You don't lose everybody right away. And so Twin is, Twin's got some uh, pretty interesting uh, lineups this year with the mix of experience because they're starting a sophomore and a freshman in a couple of really key positions. Um, but you know, they are a baseball town. They do really, really well. Coach Stottlemyre, Stottlemyer does a fantastic job with them. Uh, but that Valley View game was really interesting because, you know, you talk about uh, walk-offs and a kind of a, a bunt walk-off, a drag bunt walk-off. Um, it happened with two outs and the bases loaded. You know, and that's not something that you uh, plan for defensively because that's the last thing on your mind. But at the same time, that's something that Twin works on because Twin is one of the better teams in the state at small ball. They manufacture runs because Twin's always been about pitching. Twin's always been about beating you three to two, you know, and manufacturing those runs when they get the opportunity because they're not going to have those players and, and really haven't in the past that just – stand up there and score 10 runs a game and smack the ball over the place. They do it with pitching. They do it with defense and they do it with some small ball when they need it. Um, not to say they can't hit, but this was a great example. Bases loaded. Um, uh, they two were down, and they were down eight to seven. So they were just looking for the tie. I'm sure they ended up yeah. getting the winning run as well. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that, like I said, that's something they practiced and uh, you know, uh, Luke moon was at the plate executed a drag bunt perfectly, but everybody else was on the same page. I mean, uh, Camden Boyd was over at third. He knew exactly what was going on, got the break from the bag. Um, second baseman Tarcioni Ben never hesitated from second base. So in order to pull that off, everybody on the base pass have got to be on the same page because with two outs, you just pick the slowest runner and throw them out. But uh, everybody got the jump. Everybody was on the right page. And then uh, Luke Moon just laid down a perfect bunt. And there you go. So not something you see every day. But when it comes to twin baseball, and I've seen them enough, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, of course, Matt Haar, longtime Twin Falls baseball coach, I think kind of laid the foundation that the current coaching staff is now just continuing, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, Matt is a friend of mine. He's also legendary around here for everything that he's done in the coaching arena. Um, but you know, when Tim Stadlemeyer took over at Twin, didn't miss a beat. 
didn't miss a beat. They are rolling over there, and they've got a really good program. Definitely. Well, speaking of good programs in the 3A baseball landscape in the Magic Valley, Kimberly comes into the season as the favorite in the in their district, District 4, but it's Filer with an early season win. They beat Kimberly last week, and not just beat them, but they beat them 11-5. to And how about this for Filer? That was their first win over Kimberly in four years. That means this group of seniors, you know, this is the first time they've ever beaten Kimberly. That's pretty incredible stuff. Oh, it is. And you can't tell me that that isn't kind of on the locker room board. You know, it's just, hey, you haven't beaten these guys. And so when you think about it, that cycle of kids for four years, they don't know what it's like to ever beat Kimberly. You know, whether it's a freshman or a senior, it doesn't matter. I mean, that group has never done it before. Uh, so pretty, you know, exciting for them and especially early in the season, because now it gives you a little shot of confidence moving forward that, you know what, Hey, we don't have to take a backseat to Kimberly anymore because in that conference, I mean, Kimberly is the top dog, no pun intended, but, uh, they, in, in a lot of things they are. And, you know, for Filer to do this, uh, showing the cats can play with the dogs a little bit. You know, so it'll be, it'll be fun to see what this uh, this conference does, you know, throughout the rest of the season. And everybody plays uh, each opponent three times in that conference. So uh, the rematch will come in a doubleheader at Kimberly on April 20th. This will go one to two ways. Filer will continue their success or maybe they poke the bear and Kimberly will come out very motivated. We'll see. Yeah. And that's the thing with baseball. I mean, it's it really does just come down to pitching. Um, if you have pitchers and you've got a staff that can throw, you're going to be in every single game. Then you don't have to out hit people because you have to out hit people. And in high school baseball, sometimes it, it, well, in baseball in general, it just doesn't work. You know, you've got to have pitching. So, you know, to, to win in the long term, yeah, you, you need a pitcher, but to win in the long term, you need more than one pitcher. You need two or three. Definitely. And uh, just like the softball teams, uh, a lot of these uh, 4A, a couple of 3A, uh, baseball teams are over in the Boise area this weekend for the Bucks Bags tournament, little spring break action. So, again, I'm sure we'll have plenty to break down next week on the Magic Valley Prepcast. But that's how these spring sports podcasts are going to go, Scott. There's there's so much going on. There's track and field, boys and girls, track events, field events. There's golf, boys and girls. There's baseball. There's softball. There's tennis, boys and girls. It's, there's just too much to cover in any one given week. So we're going to kind of just cherry pick a few interesting stories that stand out to us and talk about those in each and every week. But with that being said, I'd like to invite people that are listeners or viewers that if there's a player or a team or a story that isn't getting the coverage and attention it deserves, please send me an email, Brandon at IdahoSports.com. And we'll make sure we'll talk about it because that's, that's what this is all about is promoting these athletes and these high school students. Yeah, no question about it. And that's the funnest part about doing this uh, is we can we can talk about box scores till we're blue in the face and so can everybody else because they can read, you know, but to get these stories, that is what makes these kids personal and the whole sport personable uh, to our audiences because everybody's got a story and these kids are more than just athletes and numbers and box scores and and that's the stuff we want to learn about so yeah you're right if anybody knows stuff man get a hold of us because uh, we were happy we we're happy to explore the story definitely i mean prime example that burley softball story right you you could just look and go oh yeah noah thurston walk off it that's pretty cool but we give the context that 
she wasn't hitting in the game prior to that late at bat. And that just, that adds more context and makes the story even better. I feel like, so that's what we're all about. Absolutely. Keep them coming. All right. Well, that was a good uh, spring sports uh, start. We'll be back next week with more of the uh, tennis track, golf, baseball, softball action, something. We'll throw a dart at the board and see what lands. Uh, Thank you for tuning into the magic Valley prep cast for Scott Burton. I'm Brandon Bainey. We'll see you next time on IdahoSports.com.